Hello, I'm Brandon Martini, a commercial pilot and flight instructor. And I'm Carson Vasquez. I'm a private pilot. And you're listening to the Aviation Mentors Podcast, sponsored by Stratus Financial. So buckle up, because the Aviation Mentors are taking off. Hey everyone, thanks so much for joining us today. Unfortunately, Carson is still out sick, so it's just going to be me talking for the next 10 to 20 minutes. Uh, today, we are going to be talking about some very common uh, aviation myths or flight training myths uh, that I've heard over and over and over again. And to be honest, some of them I am guilty of, or I was guilty of. Nowadays, I, I, don't, I don't believe these myths, and uh, hopefully you won't either after this. So the first one I'm going to take on was it's too hard uh, to become a pilot and you have to be amazing at math. I'll tell you this, coming from a person who failed algebra three times in in, uh, junior high and high school, you do not have to be good at math. I promise you that. Um, I'm still not great at math. I remember my teachers telling me when I was a kid, hey, you're not going to have a calculator in your pocket when you grow up. You got to learn how to do long division and stuff. Well, guess what? I can show them now. I have a nice shiny iPhone 14 Pro sitting in my pocket that is a great calculator that half of you are probably listening to this podcast on. So you don't have to be great at math. Uh, you do need to have basic math skills. You need to know how to use a calculator. You know how to, you need to know how to add or subtract and, and some basic things like that. But you're not doing long division in a cockpit. You're not doing algebraic equations in a cockpit or anything like that. And it's not that hard to learn how to fly. If you put in the time and dedication and effort into anything you want to do, you'll learn how to do it. I know a lot of people think it's very hard to ride a motorcycle. And anybody listening to this, you got you know, it's easy to ride a motorcycle after you learn. It's easy to learn how to drive a manual vehicle after you, you learn how to shift it and how to, how to do those things. So it's a little bit harder than learning how to drive a motorcycle or, or drive a certain type of manual car. But it is possible. It's not too hard to become a pilot. You just need to take the time and dedication and put in put in all the effort um, and listen to your instructor. Are you going to hit plateaus that make it make you seem like you can't actually do it? Of course you are. I know I did. When I was becoming a pilot, I did not think I was ever going to be able to learn how to do cross-country planning. And VORs in particular just boggled my mind. I did not know how to use VORs. And it just, I could not put myself in a three-dimensional space and figure that out. So it is hard, but it's not too hard. You can do it if you set your mind to it. Another common question is stalling. Everyone thinks that stalling is the same thing as like stalling a car. So if you're driving a manual vehicle and you stall your vehicle, the engine turns off, right? And you start rolling to a complete stop or you just stop moving altogether. Um, Or you can stall a motorcycle and it just stops, right? Stalling in an airplane and stalling in a car are two way different things. So if you stall an airplane, it's an aerodynamic stall. There's no longer airflow going over your wings and the pressure differential is different and you're not going to fall out of the sky, but you are going to lose lift. And in a, in a, like a Cessna 172 or something like that, you're, the airplane instinctively wants to start flying again. So literally the wing is going to come down and you're going to start flying again. Now, obviously, there's techniques to make this really good and for you not to end up in a in a spin or something like that. But essentially, you're not going to fall from the sky and crash instantly if you stall an airplane. Uh, I know that was something I thought, and I actually put my hand up the first time I stalled an airplane and thought I was going to to fall out of the sky uh, with my instructor. He showed me that uh, that that myth was was very untrue for me. So you're not going to fall from the sky uh, if you stall an airplane. Another one is... Uh, I can't be a pilot if I wear glasses. Guess what? Yes, you can. I wear glasses. 
sometimes. I don't wear them all the time, but I have to wear them when I'm flying. When I first started learning how to fly, my medical certificate said, did not say anything about glasses. But as I've gotten older, my vision has gotten poorer, just like most of us. Our vision just gets worse as we as we age. Some people are are lucky enough to stay 20, 20 uh, for years and years and years. But unfortunately, I am not one of those people. So now I wear glasses and just on my medical certificate, it's a first class medical certificate and it says must wear corrective lenses. Uh, but what's really funny is uh, I could pass the test at DMV. So I don't have to wear glasses when I'm driving, but I do have to wear glasses while I'm flying, which is probably a good thing, right? You can wear glasses and you don't have to have 20-20 vision, but you do have to have vision that's correctable. So you can't have non-correctable vision. So in that sense, if if you need glasses and uh, your vision's still horrible, even with glasses, it's not correctable, then in that instance, you might not be able to become a pilot. But if it is correctable, you can just wear glasses or contacts or whatever you may need. A lot of people think that if they're in a an airplane crash, they're instantly going to pass away. That could not be further from the truth. If you're in a, a large commercial airplane and it crashes, you still will probably survive. The ones you hear on the, the TV, and I know there's one that just came, uh, just happened in South, I believe it was South America last week uh, or earlier this week. Uh, there was a, a really bad ATR that they stalled really close to the ground, it looks like, and uh, everyone perished in that plane. But that doesn't happen all the time. Look at the miracle on the Hudson. Uh, Sully Sullenberger landed a very large airplane just outside of New York City on the Hudson River, and not one person was killed. Every single person on that airplane lived, and I think there were very few injuries even. It was a really, really cool thing, and that airplane literally crash-landed on a river. So if that can be done, then there's a very low likelihood of you and your little small airplane uh, crashing and passing away. You're likely to survive, you're likely to live, and you're likely to probably not even really get hurt, if not just get a little bump or bruise. The most common thing that can happen is you lose an engine. If you lose an engine, there's a lot of YouTube videos that you could watch. People lose an engine and they land in fields all the time. I watched a YouTube video the other day. They lost their propeller and was like on an RV-10 or rv or sorry, RV7 or RV12 or something like that. And they landed in a field and the airplane was damaged, but they were not. They were fine. They just got out of the airplane and and it was no big deal. I also know a, another friend of mine who is an actually DPE. He had an engine failure and he landed in the middle of uh, middle of the desert. And him and his wife walked away unscathed and, and they did great. Uh, you can even see, see that video online as well. His wife was actually taking a video of of the the landing and it was just a an engine out landing in the middle of the desert and uh, they walked away and they were fine as well you are most likely going to survive uh in an airplane if you have a an incident or an accident in an airplane so that's a big big fat myth that we can put away and the last thing I'm, i was going to bring up today was a lot of people for some reason think it's way cheaper to go fly fly yourself somewhere now is it possible that it's cheaper to fly yourself somewhere yes is it probable? No. So if I want to go from LA to Las Vegas today, um, and I just said, Hey, I want to go book the ticket. It's probably gonna be three to $500 for me to go book a round trip ticket. Maybe, maybe a little bit more than that because it's so last minute. But if I book it a uh, month or two months ahead, it's probably going to be a hundred bucks. And, uh, that's a lot cheaper than just the gas in my own airplane. Now, if I want to go take my own airplane and I already own it and, I've already kind of taken care of all that cost. It might actually be cheaper for me to go fly my airplane to Las Vegas today by a lot. Actually, it might even be cheaper uh, if I flew a friend's plane. It might even be cheaper if you 
rent an airplane and do it. But if you booked it two months ago, probably not going to be any, not going to be any cheaper. Uh, so it is definitely more expensive to fly your own airplane pretty much anywhere you go. But what you do get is you get freedom. You get flexibility. You don't have to be somewhere two hours ahead of time to go through TSA and check into the airplane and uh, make sure that you're seated and listen to the safety briefing and all that other stuff. You just get in the airplane after you do your pre-flight and you check your weather and you do all that stuff. You just get to get in your airplane and go. I mean, that's that's what it's all about. That's why we are in general aviation. We want to be able to do those things. So there's a cost for that. And that cost is whatever airplane you're flying or renting and whatever that costs to, to get to where you want to go. So today was a nice short episode, nice short sweet. Uh, I want to talk about those uh, those five things that are big aviation myths. And uh, please, thank you so much for uh, listening today. And just like usual, if you'd like to reach out to either me or Carson, you can reach us at Twitter or Instagram at Mr. Martini Guy for me, or you can reach Carson at Carson underscore AV17. And as Carson always says, as we wrap up today, remember, we're here to guide your aviation journey. Fly safe and enjoy the ride. Thanks so much for listening.